0: is the nowhere to go but up podcast i'm your host sean dustin this is episode three today we're going to be talking about dating um if you get anything out of this podcast or actually any of the podcasts that you listen to help out the uh the host by or the show by rating reviewing it on itunes uh subscribing Producing a podcast is time consuming, can be expensive depending on what level your show's at, and hopefully you can give me a couple of minutes of your time to rate and review it. Uh, reviewing it is not absolutely necessary. I mean, if you're an overachiever, go ahead and review it, but at least rate it, alright? That takes two taps of your finger on the, uh, the i, the, the podcast, the iTunes podcast app on your phone. If you have an iPhone, not sure, uh, on on android uh word is you would find that i guess whatever like spotify maybe has android i don't know i don't have an android i have a uh apple so yeah please uh rate me and give me a rate review subscribe uh any comments that you have good or bad uh hate mail i don't mind getting that either it's funny Uh, all all uh opinions uh are funny or, or, or I'm interested in hearing, uh, questions to the show, topic requests, or anything you want to say to me, uh, you can email me at nowhere to go, but up now at gmail.com. You can send me your own stories of, uh, dating, uh, or struggles, you know, whatever. And, uh, if they resonate with me, I will, uh, either read it on the show or possibly ask you to be a guest on the show. You can follow me on Instagram at Nowhere to Go But Up Now, on uh, Twitter at But Up Now, Facebook is Sean Dustin, and uh, podcast page, uh, you can leave comments there as well. And that was nowhere to go but up now dot dot com. That's the podcast page, uh, for my host. And then I do, like I said, I do have a website. I'm trying to get it up and going. Uh, I've also got a couple calls in to see if I can get an intern that knows how to do all that shit. Because I really don't know. I could could figure it out, I guess. But I'd rather just have somebody else that knows how to do it from the start do it. And then learn from them. And so that's enough of housekeeping. Uh, Let's get on to episode three. Welcome to the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast. This is your host, Sean Dustin. Welcome, welcome back if you're returning, and welcome if this is your first time. This is my third take. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to... You know, I wrote this whole episode out, um, like three pages long, you know, in an effort to try to keep myself on track... And on the last episode, you know, you could hear in the end of it that I'm actually reading off of a, a piece of paper. I don't, I'm not really sure I like the way that that sounded. Um, so I'm going to, you're going to have to bear with me here because I, I don't want to read this per se, but I want to like kind of follow some of the points on it. Um, this is the third, or like I said, th- episode three. And this one, like I said, we were going to be talking about dating, uh, you know, online dating because that's currently what I'm doing and maybe try to start shifting away from the online dating and start meeting people like, you know, just straight up meeting them at places. You know, I don't go to bars and it's not really my place where I like to hang out. Um, And so, yeah. That's what I'm going to be doing, so bear with me on this one. It'll uh, be a little bit of me reading, and then you know some of the stuff that I I have a you know good feeling about, or that I'm have a strong opinion about. I'll veer off of it, and I'll talk about that a little bit, and then jump right back into it. So the first thing, the first topic is going to be uh, being single with kids. The second one will be online dating and dating apps that I currently use. And then I'm going to talk about the first time when you meet somebody. You know, the first meeting, you know, you, you meet them on on the app, and then, you know, it's time to, hey, let's meet in person and see if, you know, we are who we say we are. So I'm not only, a, I'm not only single, but I'm a single 45-year-old father with a toddler. That in itself comes with challenges. Since my time with my daughter comes before anything else, it can present cha- pre- uh, scheduling challenges. I don't have her 50-50 because my work schedule has me leaving the house at 4, 4.30 in the morning. I have the better schedule to date of me and my ex. Uh, that's for sure. I pick up my daughter from daycare at 3, drop her off at 6, Monday through Friday, and every other weekend. But that isn't always the case. Sometimes, you know, we uh, if I'm in the area and she's in the area, we're not doing anything, you know, And she needs me to, you know, she needs to go run some errands or do something. And she asked me, hey, can you come watch uh, Sienna while we go, while I go do this or do that. And if I'm not busy, most of the time I'm cool with that. I live five minutes away, so, you know, sometimes the lines get a little bit blurry, you know, because there's no court orders um, yet. Uh, But, you know, for the most part, we try to accommodate uh, each other the best that we can. Um, you know, there's like, you know, we don't have any custody arrangement yet, so that's fine. At some point there probably will be though. Uh, and this brings up another thing that I started thinking about. Yeah. And I, and I actually really have started thinking about this. Um, you know, I have the better schedule for dating. That's, you know, pretty apparent to me. And, I'm not sure where my ex is, you know, at this point in, in her dating life, but even if she wanted to, it would be very difficult for her cause she'd have to get a sitter, you know? Cause I, I had, like I said, three to six, she has her from, you know, six on. And so if she wanted to go out, it, she probably couldn't. And that's kind of not fair in my opinion. I don't, I don't think it's fair to her and I'd be kind of irritated if I was in that situation. And, uh, I think that I'm probably going to offer to clear, you know, at least one night a week, you know, so if she wants to go and date, she can. That's um, just, I think that's only right. And I am going to probably start doing that. So, you know, I don't always, I don't always, you know, come to the the to the, the right. Uh, side of whatever it is um, automatically you know I'm always looking at all the angles and uh, most of the time eventually I end up in the right place so my age I'm 45 if I want to date in my age range that would probably be 40 to 50 you know years old so uh, most of the women that are in that age range have kids that are out of the house or close to being out of the house um I started pretty late, I would say, and uh having a toddler at forty five is is challenging to say the least, you know, and a good portion of these women are wanting to be out and finally living their best life, traveling, nothing tying them down anymore. You know, what they're really looking for is a companion to explore the world with or at least explore their geographical area with, you know, the 40 to 50 year old uh, lady or woman. That's kids are out of the house and, you know, they're finally, yeah, man, I can I can finally go and, and start doing things for me. And, uh, yeah, and I I get that 100 percent and <laughs> I I wish I could do that too. And I can, but it just takes, it, it takes planning, you know, spontaneous day trips to wine country or the coast, weekend getaways to Monterey or Vegas on the fly. You know, when you have a toddler, most spontaneity is not doable unless you're just an asshole that doesn't, that does what they want and fuck your ex. And what I meant by that is, you know, if you're, if you're a dude that, you know, kind of just does whatever you want and never takes your ex or your kids into account as to, you know, what you're, you're putting them off with. Like when you just to say, Oh, well, yeah, it's my weekend, but I'm going to go, you know, I've got a date with somebody that wants to go out of town and, um, yeah, well, you know, I'm going to do that and you need to figure it out. That, that's a, that's a douchebag, you know, fucking dickhead move right there. You know, you got, you can't, you, you know, it's just, don't stop being selfish. You know, plan stuff out, you know, and, and, you know, you can't, and and that's sometimes that's the cool thing about, about being single. You know, when you don't have anything, you know, tying you down or holding you back, you know, you meet somebody and you just say, Hey, you want to, Hey, you want to go to Vegas? Fuck it. Yeah, you know, let's let's uh let's let's take off. Let's go to Monterey. Let's go do this or go do that. And I unfortunately can't do that anymore without having to at least plan it in in you know two weeks to a month in advance. Which I mean, it's not it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, you know, like I said, you know, by doing by having that kind of an attitude where you just say, you know, fuck that. I'm going to do what I want to do. You're, you're really just, you're, you're fucking your kid too. Um, and if whoever you're dating, if, if you're the dude that's doing this and whoever you're dating sees you doing this or sees that you're just, you're willing to say, fuck your, your kid and, and all the other responsibilities that you have just to go and do what you want to do. That's a definite red flag for the person that's dating this individual. And you should probably bounce because they're going to do it to you at some point as well. Uh, My next option in the dating pool would be dipping down into the 30 to 40 year age range. And there are pros and cons here too. Um, If this is just my own opinion, um, I'm not an expert in anything at all except for myself. And, you know, some people would probably, you know, say, yeah, well, you're not really an expert there either yet. Uh, but if I had a match with a person in their early 30s that don't have kids but are open to having kids, um, if I didn't want any more kids, I would probably avoid this match. I would I would probably not go out with them. Um, because they're still young enough to have children. And if they don't, I'm sure at some point they probably will. And sometimes, you know, this, this particular type of woman, um, is really just, you know, she's trying to see, she's open to having kids cause she wants to see what it is to be with some or to, to have kids, you know, maybe she's trying to decide whether or not that, you know, I do, I want to have kids or how, how, how would I be with kids? You know, cause that was something that I wondered when I was, when I didn't have any, you know, I was worried about how I would be with them. So it would make sense that, you know, if that's what you're thinking about, but I didn't, I didn't start thinking about that until I was actually, uh, uh, pregnant with I wasn't pregnant but my, my ex was pregnant with our daughter then I started thinking about well what kind of dad will I be am I going to be a dick because I'm kind of a dick in normal life so am I going to be a dick to my kid too Um. so yeah uh, and this could be possibly that as well you know she's wants to see whether or not how well she would do with a kid if she's you know even likes being being you know having kids around um you know their biological clock could be ticking and getting louder with each passing year, and they could also be looking for a potential person to have a kid with. Um, now maybe she's trying to see how you are with a with a kid, and maybe she wants to. You know, she's looking. I don't know. There's there could be all kinds of of different different reasons why a younger person would want to date somebody who's older. And already has, has a kid. Um, I don't know. You know, people have all, do all kinds of different things for all kinds of different reasons. Um, you know, what I have written down here is, you know, number one, by choosing someone that already has kids, you get to see what kind of father they are in action. Two, they get to see if they would even like being a mother or have mothering instincts and the third one and this i think this one happens more than anybody will ever admit uh, i wrote this sound this one sounds fucked up i'm going to say it anyways what kind of offspring you produce in other words do you make cute or ugly kids um cuz i if i was dating somebody and i and and i or I was thinking about having kids and I was dating somebody that had kids. I, oh man, I don't, I don't know, man. If I, if it, I guess it would depend on what the dad looked like, but if they had ugly kids, I don't know like how much, um, how much juice I got, you know, to, to kind of correct that. So I, I don't know if I would just, if I would pass on it or not um i'm probably going to say i i would probably pass on them and and le- unless they just had so much good shit outside of the fact that they had ugly kids um that i would just like okay well you know they've got 8 out of 10 of the things that i that i would want that person to have and so uh, maybe i would i don't know man that's a Cause you don't know whose fault is it? I mean, who does it? I mean, is it both of them? Maybe it was just a bad mix. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not one of those type of, uh, I'm not smart enough to know the the answer to that fucking question. Um, the next kind of match is, uh, the woman that has children in her thirties and the age range in children is usually going to be pretty wide toddlers to teens, um, you know, then I'm talking about the 30 to 40 year old, uh, range that have of, of women that has children. Uh, their children are going to be between toddlers and teenagers. Uh, this one is a chance to see what kind of parent they are and how they deal with co parenting or custody arrangements. All these considerations are hopefully taking place before they actually meet your kids and vice versa. And so what I'm I'm talking about here is I'm not going to introduce my daughter to anybody until I absolutely 100% know that this person is going to be a significant part of my life. Okay? And I would hope that my ex is doing the same thing. You know, I've ran across women, you know, in my lifetime and have met women that they take their kid with them everywhere. So, I mean, they're introducing their children to, to everything, you know, and everybody. And I just don't, uh, no, uh, no, I just, that's just not, to me, that's not right. Uh, you shouldn't be doing that. And if you are doing that, you should, maybe you should, you know, re -re rethink or re look, maybe read up, read up on, on some of the parenting techniques and around dating. And, you know, maybe you're just, you're not doing it the right way. Um, and you're not helping your kids. That's for sure. Uh, introducing your children should be the very last thing you do in the dating world. At this point, your match has passed all your red flag cues and everybody has those um i have them and i'm sure you do as well uh the sex is to your liking you know let's let's be honest i mean if sex sucks then you know i (laughs) you're just asking to uh for infidelity and uh you know straying out of the relationship by either or um the crazy is at a level that you can deal with all right um everybody's crazy to a certain extent it's just a matter of what brand you're willing to fucking put up with or can put up with uh and in all points you know all these uh you know once your person meets all of these this criteria then it points to the next step in the relationship if you're going to make that next step which would be uh you know a committed relationship hey you know and we're gonna we're gonna explore this and see where it goes, you know, because, you know, all these other things are lining up and I'd like to be exclusive with you. Uh, when things progress to this point, I would suggest, and I think it's a good idea to let your exes know as a courtesy that there will be another adult spending time with your child. It would probably be very irritating if you were to find out from your kid or on social media, so let's just say you're, you know, your kids with your ex and then, you know, randomly through conversation or whatever, you know, a name comes up that, you know, and she finds out that, you know, you're spending time, uh, you know, your, your girlfriend has now, or your, your, your dating has now taken a, uh, a turn to a serious, uh, on a serious note and there's going to be a person that's spending time with your child other than the two of you. Uh and or social media cuz you've posted a picture and there's three of you in there and somehow you know it got to to your ex. And so yeah, that would just be a shitty way to find that out. I would think that, you know, you would I would I would want the same courtesy from my exes that I that I'm going to display to them. Um this may or may not prevent a confrontation depending on how long you've been apart. If it has been six months or less, then yeah, if, if your ex is finding out that you've got a significant other within six months and they're spending time with your kid already, you're going to get a, you're expect to have an issue with that with them. Uh, so you can see from the few things I've touched on here that there is a bunch to think about if you are a responsible parent. All right, and dating in today's world. Uh, let's move on to online dating apps. Uh, there are definitely a bunch to choose from. Uh, for this episode, I am going to stick to the ones I currently use. I have ten downloaded on my phone. Of those, I only use like four of them. You know, the other ones I just need. I just haven't cleaned up cleaned up my my phone and and you know deleted apps that I no longer use. Um so Match and Zeus are on hidden status currently. Uh M- Match is just horrible. I have no the the people that hit me up on Match are usually older ladies that I just I just have no interest in or just aren't like my my type, body type, uh uh level of of looks. It's just not I just I just I just don't don't go there. Um, I wish I, I there was a little bit better. Uh, Zeusk is another one that that I really don't like. You have to pay for anything that you do. I don't if you're a guy, I don't know if it's the same way if you're a girl, but like just to message somebody to I mean you can like but I mean you have no way to communicate with anybody on Zeusk unless you're paying and that sucks because I'm not gonna pay for something that I'm not even sure that it's even it's even gonna work um, so the four that I currently use that are active are plenty of fish bumble hinge and tinder uh, yeah those those are the ones that I currently use bumble and hinge and Tinder and tinder are. The match or like apps, which means that you can't communicate with anybody until you until you're a match with that person. So they have to have liked you, and you have to have liked them, and then at that point, boom, you can start messaging each other. Those are okay, and it, it definitely cuts down on um, people contacting you that. That you don't want to contact you. So plenty of fish is one of those where you can message anybody. Um, and like with the, the match apps, I mean, there, are, there, are, there are upgraded things that, or you can upgrade to unlock certain features, like knowing if they read your message. Uh, there's a couple of other ones that are like, eh. I mean, unless you're going to be on these things and you're serious about, you know, there are people out there that are just, like, super serious about finding that person and I'm going to put all my efforts and energies into this and I'm going to, you know, and okay, well, whatever. You're crazy. A lot of these, I feel like, are just more for entertainment or to burn time. Uh, So... Yeah, the Plenty of Fish one, you can message anyone at any time and I've talked to a few women that uh that have their that have a Plenty of Fish account or any of the other accounts. And most of the time they're just getting inundated with messages like from 50 to 100 messages a day. And it's like how do you even how do you even manage that? You know, I don't, I, as a guy, I don't get that many messages. I mean, and I, and I feel like I'm an okay looking dude. I can, maybe if I was a, a 10, maybe I'd get a shitload of messages. I don't know. But if I was getting 50 or hundred a day, like dude, so there's tons of people that are going to get lost in the shuffle on that man. We'll just get buried in the bunch. And you know, at some point, probably after 50, you would be like, Jesus, I going to fucking keep going. Um, so yeah, so even if you had a good connection with one of your messages or people that you're messaging, you know, they're, if they're, if, if they're not on your mind, you know, and if you, or if you didn't make an impression strong enough to be on that, that lady or that woman's mind, she's not going to go looking for your message. It's just going to, it's going to pop up there. And then if, you know, st- Twenty or 30 other ones pop up right after you before she even gets a chance to look at them, you're going to already be down at the bottom and you may she may not even ever get to your message, you know? So sometimes you, you might have to like send the same message a couple of times. And I mean, you may seem like you're, you're being desperate or something, but I mean, you, that's the, that's the hack around or the way around getting buried in the, in the shuffle. Um, and yeah, so there was that and I've actually had the most luck so far with, uh, the plenty of fish app. Um, I've met one person on Tinder, but you know, plenty of fish I've been, I've been on and off that app, I would say for shit, uh, six, maybe seven years. Or or longer than maybe seven, eight or yeah, seven or eight, eight years, and like, and even with my last relationship, I jumped on there, you know, and and I I wasn't looking for anything then other than than, you know, trying to replace whatever it was I wasn't getting in that relationship to begin with, and it was mostly ego shit didn't have anything to do with sex or wanting to to get sex from somebody it was just you know my ego wasn't getting stroked like I, i needed it to and i just searched elsewhere to get it not not the right way to do it um for sure and if you're out there doing that you should probably think about finding a different way or actually just being honest with your with whoever you're with if if You know, that's the person that you know you're supposed to be with or you care about them. You should be honest with them and tell them, Hey, man, I'm not getting this out of, out of this relationship. And it's causing me to want to go and do these other things to, to, to manage it. And, you know, if they don't, if they're not, if they're not happy that you, you know, took the time to be honest with them and, and tell them what you needed before you actually went and did something that, that you know was uh maybe be damaging to that relationship then you probably don't need to be with them anyways you know fuck them so some things to look out for on dating apps are the pictures and anybody who's ever been on a dating app or or you know online dated you have ran into this issue if you've met anybody and it's the picture doesn't match the person or maybe it's uh you know, they, it's a picture of them 10 years ago, you know, when they were skinny. And now, you know, they, and I've seen this on some profiles where it'll start out with their best picture that they've ever taken of themselves from 10 years ago. And then it slowly morphs into, you know, a more recent picture. And some of them are cool and they'll just be like, all right, yeah, I'm overweight and here I am. And some of them are a little bit more tricky. And that's bullshit to me. You know, you're, you're false advertising. You know, if you're not who you, if, if I can't put your best picture that you've put up next to you in, in person and it's not, then it doesn't look anything like you. That picture shouldn't be up there. Because it's not a recent, and you know what I mean. It's not, oh well. Here's how I can look. Uh, No, 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 no. That's not the way it works. It's not about how the fuck you can look. It's about how you do look. You know, I'm not. I'm not basing my decision to uh, respond to your profile based on what I think you, you know, can look on a picture from ten years ago. You know, I want to know what you look like now. I don't want to have to go okay well okay you're a fixer upper I can you know you with a little bit of weight loss here a little bit of this you know maybe you can be look like the person that I that I need to have and that doesn't work either you know so you know as much as as much as you know you women sometimes want us to be honest and and you know all these other things Well, come on, man, you got to, you're, you're already starting off before anybody's even met, not being honest. And it's not being honest about how you really look. And I get it, man. Sometimes, you know, we're not where we want to be physically and, and, you know, you still want to date and you still want to, uh, you know, have fun, have sex, whatever, whatever you're on there for to find. Um, I get it, but man, stop, stop doing that. It's really annoying. It's annoying when you show up on a date and somebody is heavier than they say they are, shorter than they say they are. Um, you know, anything that they say they are and they show up and they're not exactly the way that they should, that they've explained themselves to be. That's fucked up, man. And you're wasting people's time. You're wasting, you know, my time. You're wasting your time and you just really. You're, you're really showing that you have no respect for the other person and their time and the value that their time ha- is ha- carries to them. <sighs> Sorry, that was, fuck, it's so annoying to me when that happens. Uh, so yeah, like I said, some of the things to look for in dating apps or pics, there are a lot of ways to hide stuff in profile pictures, all right? Two of the main ways are filters and camera angles. So if the picture has a Snapchat filter on them and they're not in their twenties, you know, cause a lot of twenties, you know, 21, 22 year old profile pictures, you know, the girls have those and that's just do they're young. They're silly. They're, I mean, I, I would expect that from that age, that age group. But if you're in your fucking forties, late thirties, forties, uh, even some early thirties, you know what I mean? If you're, if you're in a, if you're an obvious adult 30 to 30 and over 30 years old, you shouldn't be having the majority of your profile pictures having those Snapchat filters on them because I'm just going to assume you're fucking hiding something. Like you're hiding a big ass nose, you're hiding big ears, you know, you're you're hiding something. Maybe you got a fucking six head, you know, a big ass forehead and you know, you you put Whatever it is you do with it, you know. I, I'm just going to assume that you're hiding something. So, one picture with a Snapchat filter, okay? You're showing that you're cute. You know, you can be cute. Your personality is that. But when you have every single one of your pictures with one of those stupid filters on it, then there's a there's a reason. Um, the downward angle shot. All right. So this is one that um, if. If they're not showing cleavage and they're using that downward angle, I'm I'm going to assume that you're hiding your body, all right? A lot of these I see, uh, they're sitting down like at their desk at work and they've got this downward angle and they're looking up and I, I don't know, I think you're either trying to hide a double chin or just your weight in general. You know, you don't want somebody to see a clear picture of your body. So if you're sitting down, it's really hard to sometimes negotiate, you know, if they're, if they're overweight or not. I mean, if they're obese and you know, I'm, I know that there are people out there like that and I, you know, Hey, I feel for you. Uh, I'm not saying anything wrong with, with this. All right. If you have a, a weight issue, but if you're out there in the dating world and you're trying to, 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 put something out there that's not truly you or distort the you know what is you so so people can't clearly see you know who you are i think that's a problem and i would suggest not doing that because it's not it's not fair to anybody that's trying that's you know trying to show an interest in you um so the downward angle and also too if a person has uh cleavage, you know, if they're, if they got, if if a chick has huge tits or big tits and they've got nice cleavage, sometimes that'll get thrown in there just to kind of, you know, sort of misdirection, you know? So if you see, you know, Oh Jesus, big tits and you're not going to notice something else about her, you know, like if she has a double chin or if she is overweight, you know, you're, you're more focused on, on the nice tits. So, and, and as a guy, sometimes, you know, it's easy to get, sidetracked with that you think of god man those things would be nice in my face or whatever in a situation where you might possibly have sex with her and you and and you know those those uh twins might come out you know you start thinking about that and then you you know forget about everything else sorry we're men that's kind of just sometimes how we uh how we operate um so yes the cleavage showing a little misdirection um and if there's no clear body pics uh, that you can see, then the, the they're probably trying to hide something. Or if loose clothing, you know, nothing nothing that they're wearing is form-fitting, then they're, I, I would think that they're hiding something. Uh, the long-distance shot is meant to hide shit as well. Like, I've seen uh, ones where, you know, it's maybe 30 feet away on a rock or on a stair on a staircase, uh, a, a long staircase going up something, um, where you can't really, you one, you can't really get a good sense of you know what they look like their face, but you also can't get a good sense of what their, their body, uh, shape is either. So those aren't, those aren't good ones. Uh, the group pick, this one's a funny one. So if I, if, if I see a profile picture that, that, you know, you're in a group, a group photo, and most of your pictures are group photos, I'm 100% going to assume that you are the ugliest one in the group and going to move on. If you can't find any pictures with just yourself, I, come on, man, nope, nope, next, yeah, uh, one group shot is fine, and then in your caption, you should tell which one you are. You know, cause I don't want to have to go and try to, to, try to figure that out on my own. You know, if you're trying to present something to you and you in, and and, you know, it's not a clear presentation, then it, it's the onus is on you to, to make it simpler for me to figure out who the fuck you are in that photo. All right? Plain and simple. And that's my, that's my opinion on it. And then bad quality photos. So if you've got photos that are, are grainy look like they've been taken with a fucking flip phone. Uh, and you've just moved them over to, to your next phone. You know, and then this photo has been fucking traveling around with you since, since fucking 15 years ago. Yeah, no, no excuse for that. Everybody has a smartphone nowadays or, or almost probably, I would say 80% of the population that can afford a, a phone is, has a smartphone. All right, those phones take excellent photos, all right? They take better pictures than some cameras you can buy. So there's no, there's no excuse to not have a quality photo on your profile, all right? And if you don't, then shame on you and, you know, don't, don't be surprised that you don't get that many, uh, that many hits on your shit and six, um, If you feel like, uh, if you feel like a potential interest is hiding something like physical features or weight or, um, you know, the way around that is to just FaceTime. If you're going to meet up with somebody and you don't, and you're not sure if they're, if they're who they say they are or if they have, you know, if they're hiding some weight or, you know, some other thing, then just FaceTime. Say, hey, man, uh, before we go out, are you okay if we FaceTime? I mean, I just, I want you to see that I am who I say I am. And I'd like to verify that you are who you say you are, you know? And if you don't have uh, an iPhone, well, then um, if you've got a Facebook uh, messenger, let's uh, let's video chat. You know, there's no reason why you can't. And, it, and I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's rude. I don't. Uh, my time's valuable. Your time, I would hope, is valuable. And let's just figure this out now. So, you know, we all, you know, we're all cool. Um, and they should be happy to accommodate you. And if they don't, you know, then they're full of shit. And they will have excuses and or won't respond to you. Or Yeah, so what I said here is that if... They're not hiding anything, then they'll be happy to accommodate you because they'll get uh as well on you. And if they're full of shit, they will probably have a bunch of excuses as to why they can't FaceTime. Oh, not now, or this, or that. You know, any 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 of that, then you know that they're not who they say they are, or they're rep- misrepresenting themselves. You know, and that's fine. Those those people will weed themselves out. You know, if given a, enough time. Uh, so that's enough on that one. Let's move on to the first time you meet somebody. All right. So all's gone well. They've, they've gotten through all of your, your criteria. And now you say, all right, well, let's, uh, let, let's speed up. All right. I don't know about you, but I don't have a whole lot of time and money to waste on on this portion, all right. So if you're a guy or a girl, too, I mean, you know, a lot of times now, you know, first dates are Dutch because um, nobody wants to feel like, you know, if I spend a, an exorbitant amount of money on a meal for you, that now uh, you owe me something in return for that meal. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I think the way to eliminate all this is to just, uh, you know, go Dutch. You know, the first time you meet, and I think the first time you meet shouldn't be something exorbitant or extravagant, because um, you're gonna have to spend some t- uh, some time with this person. And if you're not, you know, if you don't, if you don't click, who wants to spend? You know, you find out 15 minutes into the date that this isn't the the you know that this isn't gonna go anywhere. I just assume, you know, fine. I don't, I don't want you to, to feel obligated to have to hang out with me for another fucking two hours, you know, trying to act like, like you care about anything that I'm saying or what I'm doing. You know, I would just rather that be done, you know, 15 minutes. Cool. All right. If it's not, if it's not happening then then move on, you know, go your separate ways. Uh, and if you are going on lots of dates, it can get pretty expensive. I mean, if you're going on three dates a week and you're taking all three of them dates out to dinner or or a lunch, you know, dinner for two now is usually fifty bucks. You know, if and that's not that's not even nice. That's just an average meal, you know, and a drink. You know, fifty dollars plus tip. You know, I don't so a hundred and fifty dollars a week, you know, three hundred uh you know, six hundred dollars a month If you're going on three dates a week, you know, and not even going to nice places, it's just an average spot, you know, one drink, uh, one meal or, or two drinks, two meals. And, you know, and and depending on whether or not, you know, you're picking up the tab or you're splitting it with somebody. So back to what I originally, originally was going to say is that I go something simple, quick, like coffee or a drink, Uh, for me is usually best. That way you get a chance to to see them, to make sure that, you know, they are who they say they are, that they're, you know, at least somewhat close to, you know, their body uh, in their pictures. And um, yeah, and and get a sense of their personality. So one cup of coffee, one drink can definitely get you enough information to figure out whether or not you want to you know, continue this elsewhere or, or, you know, continue to a second date. If, if there's, you know, not enough time or you didn't schedule enough time to do something after. And that's also a strategy as well. You know, if you don't, if, if you're the type of person that doesn't want to, uh, you know, continue a date cause some dates do, will continue. I've gone on one where, you know, it went for a drink, uh, and then, you know, went to another place after that and then had had a meal and got to know each other a little bit better. Um, and so, yeah, 15, you know, uh, one drink, you know, half hour, you know, half hour is usually enough time to figure all that stuff out, whether you want to continue on. Um, and then also to ask the kind of questions that are important to you. So, you know, if you know you're going to have a limited amount of time with somebody, and there are certain things that you have that are important to you, like deal breakers, whatnot, uh, for dating somebody. I would get those out immediately. That way, you can, you know, not not fuck around and, and waste a shitload of time with somebody who, you know, is is has three of your deal breakers, or even one of your deal breakers. I mean, that's why you call it a deal breaker, you know. And, and you should stick to that because it's only going to get you. A, a more compatible match down the road if if you know you adhere to all of your deal breakers and don't and don't um you know compromise on those I mean, you can compromise on other things but don't ever don't compromise on the deal breakers because somebody else has okay well yeah he doesn't have the, the, he this or that but he's got this 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 and that you know but eventually those deal breaker things are going to creep up on you and it's not going to work out It may, it may, but I, I think, you know, mostly it, most time it, it won't. Um, so yeah, this also, this helps to keep the costs down. So, I mean, if you're only, if, even if you do pay for that individual shit, you know, you're only paying 25 bucks at the most, um, you know, two drinks, uh, maybe, you know, 20, 25 bucks with tip, um, I live in the Bay Area so I mean if you're in another somewhere else it may be cheaper. Um you know a cup of coffee I would say about 15 bucks uh, for if you pick it up. Um so yeah it's just it helps to keep the costs down. It limits the amount of time that you have to be around this person in case it isn't working out or you don't feel a connection or there's just something that you don't, you know, it's just off whatever it is. You're not forced to have to to be around them for a whole meal. Uh, I don't want to invest more than I have to in you until I know you are the person I thought you were. So yeah. And this also helps too. Cause if the person, you know, it comes, it shows up and they obviously are not the person that they say they are. Um, you know, you shouldn't be obligated. I think at that point, you, you shouldn't be obligated to even have to fucking go through with the date. You know what I mean? That should just be the unwritten rule um, of of that contract that you enter in with somebody that you're going to meet. And it's not like a... a ver- it's just like an unwritten contract that by agreeing to meet you, I am saying that I am the person that is in that, all of my pictures and, and who I am presenting to you. That when I show up, I will be what I've represented myself to be through my pictures, through my, my profile, uh, uh, on about me section. Um, you know, anything that's in my profile that, that is representing me, I am standing by that. And if you show up on a date and, and, you're somebody who has misrepresented yourself and isn't who you say you are or who you are presenting yourself to be in your photos, in your, in your, um, about me section. Then I, I think that whoever it is that's, that's, you know, misrepresenting being, being, uh, misled should have the option to just get up and walk away and, and you know what I mean? And, and say, fuck You, you know, you're, you're not who you say you were. And I, I, I'm not obligated to have to be polite to you and still participate in this date that I obviously, you know, is not what I'm looking for. And I've done that before. I've just got up and and just walked away. "Ah." And I've been the other one too, where I've just, I've still gone through with it just because I didn't want to be rude. And, you know, hurt this person's feelings, but I mean, fuck, they didn't think about mine. So why Why should I think about theirs? You know what? Be the bigger, bigger, be the bigger person? Fuck that shit, man. I got, I, my time's, my time's valuable. I don't have a lot of it and, you know, fuck off for, for wasting it. Uh, so, it keeps the cost down. So I don't want to invest any more time in somebody until I think you are who they were. I, I prefer to go Dutch on the first time you meet somebody. I know I've heard it uh from other women that sometimes they go they'll use that as sort of a gauge to see fucking how cheap you are. And if you're and if you're not, you know, uh uh what's the word? If you're not um no, I can't remember what it is. But anyways, they they use that as sort of like a gauge. And that's just, that's stupid. I mean, why would I want to, why would I want to spend money on some, on you if I don't know, you know, if you're not, if you're not who you said you were or, you know what I mean? I just, I don't think anybody should, you know, have to be obligated to invest anything until you both decide that it's okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we had this first time meeting. We'll both pay for our own shit. And then if you decide to go on a date after that, I, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem and I, and I have, I've paid for it. Um, the only time I do have a problem is, is when you, I go on that second date and you know, the person, uh, doesn't offer. Um, so when, if somebody feels like, or, or shows me that, that they feel like I'm obligated to have to pay, I don't like that. You know, I, if you offer to pay for it, most nine times out of 10, I'm going to, I'm going to pick it up. Um, but I'm going to expect at some point down the road, like maybe the next time that you're going to pick up that check. You know, don't just always expect that I'm going to, you know, that's not right. You know, we all, we all work for our money. Most of us do. I hope at least I, I'm not a trust fund kid. Uh, and I don't think that. I would probably match with any trust fund kids, (laughs) Uh, so I, you know, I would expect that you know you work pretty hard for your money as well, and I'm I'm not going to expect you to pay for everything, and then I don't in return hope that you don't expect me to pay for everything because I don't think that that's fair. Um. Okay. So, and in a way. You know, if somebody does, and I ha- and I've done this before too, when I felt like they just felt like I like I was obligated to have to pay for them, I w- told the server, "Hey, man, can you uh can you separate this out, please?" And you know, there's there's yeah, you may not go on another date with that person, but I mean, you're you already feel like they you know they're rude anyway, so why would you want to you know uh continue something on with somebody who you feels rude? I wouldn't. Uh here's an important one for women. Uh, if you're out there and you're going on a date, always let somebody know where you're going or where you're going to be at. Um you know, there's too many crazy fucks out there. Uh guys, I mean there's crazy women out there too, but you know, women aren't dangerous. Like I I would not be I mean I'm sure this is a possibility of happening, but I mean I I wouldn't think that if I'm going on a date, my first thought would be like, God, I, I hope, uh, you know, I, I better take some precautions to make sure that, uh, um, you know, I'm not going to get something happened to me, you know, like I'm not going to get assaulted or raped or, or, or beaten up or, you know, any of those things. And that's, that's really a, a, a scary thing I would imagine for a woman because you've always got guys that you know when that are whenever they walk by you especially if you're a good looking chick with a with a decent body every dude you walk by is gonna fucking check you out i mean that's just the way it is guys are are built that way they're always looking um and to know that you're on everybody's menu (laughs) would probably be a little unnerving i would think um, so yeah, just always, you know, let somebody know where you're going to be. I mean, if you got a best friend, you know, let them know that you're going out on a first date you know, you've never, you haven't talked to this, you know, you don't know much about this individual. Um, maybe you might want to share your location with them, uh, just as a precaution, you know, prevention is, is key to anything, man. If you can, if you can prevent things from happening or putting yourself in positions or places where, you know, may not be safe for you you know, it's always best in the end. Um, that way you're not having to think about it as an afterthought when you go, Holy shit, this guy, I feel, I feel weird. Something's not right. Something's off. You know, I'm in a, I mean, a, a, a position, you know, that I don't feel comfortable being in, you know, so prevent those from even happening in the first place. And, you know, having a, having a, a backup plan or, or sharing your location is definitely something that's, uh, uh, gonna help you in the long run and then always remember you have the right to 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 change your mind at any time uh, for any reason no matter what and this is mostly for women uh, guys don't t- I mean you know if a guy it, most of the time if a, if a chick is throwing herself at you unless you just know that this ch- is broads nasty and you know the the there's a good chance that you may catch something by, by having sex with this person and, you know, unless you're just, you know, whatever. Um, but for women, you know, if I, I know that there's guys out there that will try to make you feel guilty or, you know, um, bad that, that you've, or that you've led them on in some way. Look, even if you've made it all the way to the bedroom and are completely naked. And something has made you decide to change your mind. You were not obligated to have sex. You're not obligated to finish him off in some way. Like give him a hand job. Give him a blow job. Anything. When you decide that I'm not feeling this. The only answer should just be Okay. And as a guy, no matter how fucking irritating it is, because I've been in this situation before, and it is fucking annoying, all right? And But there's nothing you can do about it, you know? For some reason, you may have said something, you may have done something, or maybe she just thought that she could and at the last minute decided that she can't, you know? And there are... You know instances of, of of you know you know they they had every intention when they left the house that evening to go out and get fucked, all right. But maybe that's just not the kind of person that they are, and they're trying to be something that they're not, and they get into the situation, and then they realize that Jesus Christ, I am in a fucked up situation right now. What am I doing? And you know they they think themselves out of it, and that's fine. You know, I would much rather. Somebody stop the situation and say, "Hey, man, I'm just not feeling it." You know, because then it's it's not going to be fun for me. You know, what well, would you like to have somebody underneath you or on top? Uh, you know, underneath you, and all you're doing is everything, and they're just like thinking, "Jesus Christ, I just, can I just get out of here?" That's that's no fun. Why would you want to? Why would you even want to be a part of anything like that? So, I would much rather the you know you just you know, the person just be straight up with me and say, Hey, look, man, I'm just not feeling it because then, you know, I I want you to have fun too. You know, if I'm going to engage in that with you, you know, and you probably heard this from me on one of my other ones, maybe. um, But yeah, my, my intention is to to give you the best possible experience that you can have so that you want to come back and do it again, you know? And, you know, and, you know, it's, it's, you know, that's just how I feel about it. So yeah, you don't you don't have to do anything, man. If you change your mind, then okay should be it. You know, you get get dressed, and there shouldn't even really be any talk about it until you know some times pass, and maybe you might want to talk about it at a later time. You know, but I know that there are guys out there that will still continue, like even if you you stay hanging out after you decided not to have sex with them. That they're always just going to fucking, they're going to, you know, say something or, you know, they're, uh, you know, trying to guilt you or, or bully you or sort of be passive aggressive. Like maybe not talk to you or have like a, a shitty tone when they answer you. Like any of that shit, dude, it's, that's it, all immature bullshit. You know, if somebody's doing that with you and, uh, uh, you, you know, you should just, you should that that person is just letting you in that they're they're immature and you might want to just move on to someone who actually will respect what you're saying and you know a good guy will say okay let you get dressed and and you know him get dressed as well and just drop it you know you know either move on to something else or or you know if you want to leave you know leave um So that's about all I have for this episode. Uh, I think I'm like almost an hour I got out of that. So that's, that shows me about three pages. Uh, I can stretch out to an hour. That's cool. I am going to be looking for, and I'm talking to, uh, a female, uh, friend of mine that from the gym to try to maybe get in on this so you can get a female and a male perspective of the things that I'm talking about. Uh, So until next time, uh, like I said, this is the first uh, episode of the dating portion of this podcast and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I will talk to you again later. Bye. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, if you have, like I said, if you have, uh, any stories of your own, any dating questions that you may have, uh, you can email me at nowhere to go, but up now at gmail.com, uh, at nowhere to go, but up now is Instagram at, but up now is Twitter. Sean Dustin is the Facebook page. And like I said, there is a, a, podcast page, but that'll be in the show notes. Um, and if you got anything out of this, uh, this, you know, hopefully you enjoyed what I had to say or you know, something, something, you know, you can identify with or, or, you know, relate to in, in the dating, uh, uh, world, cause it is a crazy world, uh, online dating. Uh, yeah send me send me your comments send me your uh, your stories send me your questions uh anything to nowhere to go but up now at gmail.com and uh until next time keep it 100 stay true to yourself everything else is just noise